This is episode 168, How to Stay Committed to Your Passion Projects and Self-Care with Yenna. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. For those of you here in the U.S., I hope you had a beautiful Thanksgiving week, and we're gearing up for the holidays. The holiday season is upon us, and I want to support you in having a really joyous, love-filled, and stress-free holiday season. And how about one that doesn't feel lonely either? Wouldn't that be good? So I'm bringing something back to help you through the holiday season. For some of my OG listeners, some of you who've been part of my tribe for many, many years, you may remember back when I used to do group at my house. At least once a month, I'd have a gathering at my house, and sometimes we'd have like up to 50 people there, which is as many as I could fit in my living room, and I'd also be live streaming it, and I'd talk about a topic, and then I'd do coaching with people, one-on-one coaching with people for the rest of the time. And people loved it. They looked forward to it every month. And then I moved out of LA and I stopped doing it. And I heard from a lot of you that you want me to do it again. You want me to bring it back. Well, I don't live in LA anymore. And so many of you don't live in LA either. So I thought about how can I do this in a way where no matter where in the world you live, you can join me. So I'm bringing group back and I'm bringing it back virtually, meaning we're going to have a group session on Zoom, which is one of the easiest video platforms to use in the world. And the first one is going to take place on December 3rd at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. However, the group session will be recorded. So even if you can't join me live, you can still get a recording of the session. It's only 20 bucks. There are limited spots available because I'm going to try to do as much one-on-one coaching people as I can. I'm also going to do a guided meditation and visualization process. And if you haven't experienced my guided meditation and visualization processes, they're pretty good. I really love them. I actually listen to my own. (laughs) We're also going to focus on dealing powerfully with the stress and loneliness that many of us experience during the busy holiday season, managing shoulds and expectations, plus a lot of key tips on avoiding the dreaded expectation hangover on holidays, how to set crystal clear intentions that are the foundation of a joyous, loving, and blessed holiday season. And like I said, get a special live guided meditation from me that you can listen to anytime and one-on-one coaching. So if you want to join me and the rest of the tribe as we bring group coaching back, go to christinehassler.com slash group. That link will be in the show notes. Again, christinehassler.com slash group or email jill at christinehassler.com. It's only 20 bucks, which is really the lowest investment you can possibly make to get guided teaching and one-on-one coaching with me. So can't wait to see you there and support you through this holiday season. And P.S., the coaching, you don't have to have questions necessarily about the holidays or stress around the holidays. The coaching is about anything that is on your mind and heart. 
Okay, so today I welcome Yena, spelled like Jenna, but pronounced Yena, to the show. And we discuss a topic that I know comes up for a lot of you. And that topic is finding the motivation to be consistent and committed to working on important projects and your self-care. We all know that taking care of ourselves and spending time investing in our dreams is important and quote-unquote good for us. So why is it often so hard to actually do it? Aren't there enough hours in the day? Do we need a better motivation strategy? Are we just too busy with the to-dos and everyday demands of life? Actually, no. Not following through on the things that matter most has zero to do with time or obligations and 100% to do with our own internal blocks. So if you can relate to a lack of motivation or self-sabotaging behavior, then you're going to receive a lot from today's episode. As you are listening, consider... Are you shooting all over yourself a lot? You know you should be meditating. You should be working on your passion projects. You should be better with your self-care, but you just don't seem to be doing it. Or you do it for a little while and then you stop. Are there things you really enjoy doing when you're doing them, but actually getting yourself to do them is the challenging part? When you look back on your childhood, did you actually have one? Or did you have to become a grown-up pretty early? Is it hard for you to get excited about things? Like you want to get excited about things, but you're so terrified of disappointment or what I call an expectation hangover that you keep your expectations and excitement pretty low. So keep these questions in mind as you listen to my coaching call with Yana. Yana, welcome to the show. What's your question? Thank you. So I'm I'm not quite sure if I have a question. I've been having a lot of thoughts recently about how I'm finding it really hard to be like a mother to myself and take care of myself and show up for myself. It's been kind of recently. Yeah, I've noticed it a lot. Okay. And how have you noticed it? So it'll be like, I'm I'm working on a project that I'm really excited about right now. And I kind of, you know, I don't, I don't get quite to it. You know, I'm excited when I am working on it and thinking about it and all of that. But then something will happen and I'll be like, ah, well, it's stupid anyway, you know, or yeah, it's not, you know, worth pursuing or self-care as well. It's, that's another one. Self-care. And what's the project you're working on? I actually want to start a podcast Uh for moms and it would be, you know, moms sharing all their stories from, you know, everything from fertility to pregnancy and birth and afterwards, the the whole, the whole thing. Beautiful. So what, let me ask you this, has sabotage or kind of a stop start been a pattern in your life? Yeah, I think so. I feel like for the longest time, I just think that I didn't know who I was or who I am. So I've always been kind of like searching and kind of just going after things because someone else might tell me I would be good at it or you know, like like my parents or anyone around me, they'll be like, Oh, you could do that. And I'm like, Oh, maybe I could. Okay. You know? And why do you think you didn't have a sense of your own inner knowing, inner compass? Why do you think that you say that for a long time, I didn't know who I am or who I was? Because I was definitely a chameleon Mm -hmm. and, um, growing up, you know, childhood got cut short. So why? And then I noticed just my, you know, my parents split up and my dad had an alcohol issue. And, um, so my mom was a single mom with uh, my brother and I, my twin. And was your dad still around? Um, well, we moved countries, so no. And we did go back maybe every year, but those times were, they were very hard for him. So he would drink. So then he would always be drunk around us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So there wasn't really a feeling of of safety around dad and then around mom. Would you say you were kind of more the caretaker? You did whatever you needed to do to make, to be good and make her feel okay? Yeah. 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 Well, I can understand why you don't have a clear sense of who you are. <laughs> you yeah. never really got to discover that in childhood. So what kind of work have you done around that? I did maybe like five, six years ago do, you know, do therapy. And, you know, I, at the time I thought it was about my relationship, but it, it turned out to be a lot about my dad and dealing with that and some of my childhood kind of issues. And then obviously um, mastery and then, yeah, just kind of being aware of all the, the things that you know, I've been through and how they're kind of showing up, showing up now, especially after I, ha- I had my own kids. Yeah. And how old are your kids now? Three and a half and uh, almost one and a half. Okay. Okay. So close your eyes for a moment. Mm-hmm. And I want you to feel into this podcast that you want to do, that you're creating right now for moms. What's your why? Why does this matter? I think because of the feeling that I had, and I still have sometimes of being so alone Mm -hmm. that I just, you know, by having people listen, I want them to feel like they're not alone Mm -hmm. and the people sharing, like they're being hurt Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it's quite a, quite a journey. Motherhood or just life in general? Uh, Both, maybe Mm -hmm. more so motherhood. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Did you feel alone as a mom? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I still do sometimes. How did you feel alone? Well, because we live so far away from my actual family. And then we moved when my daughter was three weeks old. So closer to my husband's family, but still a lot of the times I was actually alone. And how alone did you feel as a child? Um, Even if there were people around? Yeah. I mean, I definitely felt like I was, you know, different and I had my twin, but we had, we definitely had different experiences. So he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't really recognize a lot of what I see. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely alone. Mm-hmm. So a big reason that you're creating this podcast is part of your healing journey. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes the things that matter to us most bring up the most resistance mm-hmm. because it matters. And also because in order to like really connect to it, Sometimes we have to feel our own stuff. Right. So I think part of what may be the block here is as much as you want to do this, there's a part of you that gets triggered when you are creating it. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me well, a little bit about that? I think, yeah, there's just so much in me that gets excited. And then, yeah, I feel like part of me just, does, I don't really even know. I just... I just stop. And then I just, I think maybe it's the negative self-talk that kind of takes me out. Or if I miss a couple of days of not working on it, I feel like, well, you've missed two days now. So what's another three, you know, kind right. of thing. Well, but that comes from like, think of how many times in your childhood you got excited about something. Mm. Like even as a little girl, maybe you got excited to go see your dad and then that yeah. didn't turn out so well. I mean, think of how yeah. many times you had an expectation hangover as a child. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely I feel like this, the podcast, right. Is, is kind of like a metaphor for your life. Mm -hmm. You connect to that true authentic part of you 
that has an opinion, that has a desire, that has a wish, that has a dream, that that just wants to do what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. But then you get scared because when that's come up in the past, you've been hurt, you've been shamed, you've just been disappointed, you've been let down, you've been told things. And so this part of you is like screaming to come out because with an alcoholic father, right? You definitely mm-hmm. had to be a chameleon. You never mm-hmm. felt safe. And with mom who felt all the responsibility of raising both of you, you also had to be a chameleon because you just wanted to be good and not make trouble. Mm-hmm. So that part of you that is just free and not over responsible or managing her outside world or basically managing not being hurt mm-hmm. doesn't feel safe to be expressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my question to you is how much longer do you want to allow your fear to lead? Not one more day. Okay. So if that's true, what are you going to do about it? (sighs) Fear can still be there. It just can't lead. Yeah. Yes. Right. I definitely feel like there's, there's more tools that I just, you know, can't think about yet or don't know about yet. Or there's just things that I know that I can, you know, with everything else, like I'll, I'll find myself saying something or thinking something. And I've been able to like, Oh, that's not helpful right now. Or thank you for that thought, but we're not going to go there right now. But there's still something that's blocking me from from being able to like talk to myself when I'm in that state of, Oh, this is dumb. Don't do it. Don't bother. Mm -hmm. Don't bother because. Oh, it's yeah. It's yeah. Too scary or, you know, no one's going to like it and it's not good enough. And Mm -hmm. so With your podcast, are you going to be coaching people on the show? What are you going to be doing? What's your dream and vision for it? Not really coaching, just so much more like it just interviewing and asking questions. And I just, I mean, the things I see on online and the way things are, you know, talked about, you know, birth and even movies, you know, birth and, you know, the role of the husband and, you know, all of that. I feel like it's, it's a very like comedic version of what it's really like and, some other people have very different stories. And sometimes the main thing for me is, <laughs> yeah, feeling heard, like having other mm-hmm. moms have their story be heard. Right. And right. So, yeah, I'm, I can see that. I can see that now. And how, how often as a kid or adolescent or whatever, did you have to pretend things are, were okay when they really weren't? Oh, all the time. Yeah. yeah. So this, I love that you want to do this because this is your way through. Mm-hmm. So this is the way to work with fear. You either become, you let the current fear lead or mm-hmm. you become more scared of what happens if you don't do it. Right. You become more scared yeah. of how you feel in 10 years if you still don't feel expressed, if you still don't feel heard, and if you still feel like you're not seen. Right. You know, I think some of me not being heard is already manifesting. I have a thyroid issue. And I'm very convinced that it's to do with my yep. expressing and talking and, yep. you know. Yep. So if I told you that doing 20 push-ups every day would save your life, would you do it? <laughs> yeah. Or would you sabotage yourself and get in the way? I'm pretty sure I would do it. Now, if I just told you, Hey, Anna, it'd be good to do 20 push-ups every day. Would you do it? Oh no, I'd have lots of excuses not to. Exactly. So why would you do it if I said it'll save your life, but you wouldn't do it if I said it just would be really good for you? I mean, yeah, the risk is a whole, a whole lot better, uh, bigger. Right. 
So expressing yourself, in this case, it's the podcast and also self-care, right? Because that's mm-hmm, part mm-hmm. of like really taking care of yourself. And oftentimes we need self-expression to do self-care. Oftentimes right. self-care is about asking for our needs, saying no, speaking our truth. Mm-hmm. Those things are really tied to saving your life. Your why has to become bigger. Your fear of not doing it has to become bigger than the old limiting beliefs and old fears that come up as you're about to start. Because, okay, so say for example, what would be a voice in your head that would come up that would stop you from taking steps on the podcast? Oh, it's it's a stupid idea. Okay. So I would say, you know what, Yana, I hear you. Because I talk to myself in my own head. So I'd say, you mm-hmm. know, Yana, I hear you. It is, it may be, but what's even more stupid is basically having hypothyroidism for the rest of your life and being medicated mm-hmm. because you're not speaking your truth. <laughs> right. Talk to yourself. You know, that was the other thing you missed growing up. You never had someone kind of breaking down your mm-hmm. belief systems and your thought patterns and coaching you through things. Your parents were too much in their own pain to be able to coach you through your fear. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, just do it or don't do it. Mm-hmm. There was never yep. anyone over there encouraging you like, it's okay. I know the water's cold. It's a cold swimming pool, but I know you really want to swim. So let's just go one, one step at a time. I'll come in with you. Here we go. Right. And, and I know you have that voice because you have your children. And I know you're finding this mother part of you in your children. And you said at the beginning of the call, it's hard to be a mother to yourself. Yeah. It's because you're so used to taking care of others. Yeah. But how beautiful that you are a mother now and you know how to do it. So what's coming up for you as I'm saying all this? I mean, yeah, the self-talk is quite, for me, it's always default negative. So I like that idea of just kind of reasoning with myself and, you know, talk to myself as if I was talking to my, my daughter and yeah, yeah, talk it out and yeah, I was almost just smiling a little bit, you know, thinking about how much easier that would be. So let's practice it. Let's practice like what's something that you are trying to get going on the podcast or or uh, trying to get going with your self-care. So with the podcast, the first thing I want to do is just my story. And that's not hard. I, I have all the equipment. I just tell my story. That's it. Beautiful. Beautiful. So what is the fear or the excuses or the blocks that come up around that? I think it, yeah, it's just right away with like, no one's going to want to hear it. And that because I've not done this, not played with the recording stuff yet, that it's just going to take too long and I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. Okay. So how would the part of you that's so committed to this respond to that? Well, practice makes perfect. You're going to want to have it all dialed in before you actually have interviews with other people. So this is the you know, the best way to do it is, you know, do a self-interview to begin with and just take it from there and do a little bit every day. Beautiful. Yeah. And you know what else you can say to that part is, Yana, you're not on your own in the world anymore. There are thousands of people who do podcasts. There are thousands cool. of podcasts about how to do a podcast. There are thousands of YouTube videos about how to get the equipment and get it all dialed oh. in. There's so much free information out there. 
you don't have to figure this all out on your own. How does that sound? Good. Yeah. (laughs) Easy. Yeah. So that's the other part. Because here's the thing. You want to do this because you want to stop people from feeling alone. Yeah. That's your, one of your biggest core alleys. I feel alone. Yeah. And so part of the, what is the block to the podcast is that you think you have to do it all on your own. You've got to find a way to make this fun. You've got to find a way to reach out to other people. You've got to find a way to maybe join podcast forums or groups, other, other beginner podcasters. So this becomes Mm -hmm. less of a, I'm on my own kind of thing. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So what else could you do to get excited about it? Because that's the other thing. Like I want to give you permission, Yana, to feel excited in your life again. As a kid, you were so terrified to get excited because you to get the wind taken out of your sails so quickly. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes I just random thoughts that I'll have that I guess I need to get into a habit of either recording on my phone or writing down that I'm like, oh, that would be so awesome to talk about, or I would yeah. want to break it down like this and yeah, that kind of thing. Beautiful. Beautiful. So open up a little voice memo in your phone or a little note section mm-hmm. and and start. Do anything to get you excited about it. Mm-hmm. And again, allow your fear of not doing it become bigger than your fear of doing it. Yeah. So what's happening in your body? How do you feel? Definitely more relaxed and feel a little bit like just some weight was lifted. Mm-hmm. What do you think that weight was? I think just, just that belief that like I am alone and I have to do it alone, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Which you don't. You're not on your own anymore. And I know you feel farther away from your family. It's going to be really important for you to establish soul family where you are, Mm -hmm. to get out of your own way again, to know that you're likable and lovable and that you can have friends and establish your community there. Yeah, I feel the part of you that's just yearning for tribe and connection and family. Yeah. The name of the podcast is actually Mama Tribe. I love it. See? (laughs) There you go. Spot on. And I would, and and so where are you in the world? In California. In California. So, I mean, gosh, California, that being, it's it's endless. I would think about starting a a meetup group. Mm Mm-hmm. Actually, I I think that's even just as important, if not more, than the podcast, because I want you to be in the physical presence of other people. Mm Mm-hmm. I highly recommend, how do you feel about starting an actual meetup group? Good. Yeah. I mean, my mom friend and I, we do Sunday mom coffees. We've been doing that for a couple of months. That's our, that's our jam. Great. So um, expand it. Yeah. Yeah. Expand it. And it's interesting when you listen to this recording, you'll see your entire voice changed when you talked about that. Mm-hmm. So what I want to say to you as we wrap up here is that your childhood is over. That feeling of feeling like you can't relax in your own body. You can't speak up. You can't be creative. You can't do things you want to do. You can't relax and let go and trust that life is really supporting you. That's over. It was part of your spiritual curriculum. It's part of what has shaped what you're passionate about today. If not for your childhood, you wouldn't be so passionate about creating this mama tribe. Mm-hmm. It isn't just about being a mother. It's about feeling alone. And you're just in the stage of life of motherhood. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So you're a graduate of mastery. I would recommend going back and doing some parts of the course, yeah. especially the emotional and mental section, really grieving aspects of your childhood and letting them go and then going into forgiveness and really seeing them as blessings. That sounds great. Yeah. So now how do you feel about doing your podcast and your self-care? I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I can well, do it. And not only can you, you want to. Yeah. You want to. I really do. It's beautiful. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Was this helpful? Absolutely. Thank you, Christine. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much, Yana. And I really want to acknowledge you for bringing up a topic I know so many of you can relate to. I also want to acknowledge Yana for breaking so many generational patterns. And I hope that you are listening and hear this. Yana, you came from divorced parents, an alcoholic father, and a rather codependent relationship with your mother. Not exactly the best schooling or role modeling for how to be an adult, especially how to be a mother. And now you're doing it. You have two daughters, you're committed to helping other mothers, and you're committed to your own healing and growth. Now, not only did you call in on this show, but I know, Yana, you're also in my personal mastery course. So look at how far you've come and really, really celebrate that. I've said this on the show before. I'm saying it to all of you again. You often look way too much at all the things you want to change or how far you think you have to go to be better or healed in some way without really acknowledging and celebrating how incredibly far you've come. This is something I really want you to hear. So many of you did not have easy paths and your past doesn't have to be incredibly traumatizing to qualify as not easy. Most of your parents had not done any personal development work and raised you more from their own pain than from a truly healthy place. It's not their fault per se. It's not about blame. They were doing the best they could. I say this so you actually get that many of you missed out on some major developmental milestones because of your past and the way you were parented. So cut yourself some slack when you run into obstacles as adults. Those obstacles are there to bring your awareness to the ways in which you need to go back and reparent yourself. For example, in Yenna's childhood, she had to be an adult super quick. Her parents split, she could not rely on her alcoholic father, and she had to stuff most of her feelings around her mother. So she had to become a chameleon early on in life and learn how to behave in a way which made her feel safe, which meant suppressing her feelings. She also learned that getting excited about anything was dangerous because usually she'd be disappointed. So to protect herself from a further expectation hangover, she just settled for a safe, aka mediocre life. No wonder why she can't seem to find the mojo to work on her passion projects or be consistent with self-care. Her major core operating system as a child was all about adjusting her needs to fit the needs of others and taking care of others before herself. I hope after listening to me coaching her and what I've said so far is illuminating for you why you often feel blocked when it comes to what matters most. There are old operating system limiting beliefs and fears in your way. If you survive by being a chameleon, doing anything that makes you stand out in any way is super scary. And if you had no one taking care of you and or you always had to take care of others, of course self-care is not going to come as naturally. And if you had the wind taken out of your sails many times or even once, then getting super excited about something may come with a sense of caution because you're scared of an expectation hangover. Now, none of these things may have been super obvious or conscious before, but now can you see how they're impacting you? 
If that's a yes, I want you to celebrate the insight rather than be discouraged. Just the fact that you're listening to the show and understand what I'm saying is evidence you're a lot farther along than you think. Now let's talk about some of the ways I coach Yana in overcoming her blocks so you can apply them to your own life as well. First, when looking to motivate yourself, or I actually prefer the word inspire yourself, find your why and then find a feel good feeling to move you toward it. We talked to Yenna about her why. It was to help other mothers feel less alone. That's a good why, but the problem is right now she's feeling lonely and tapping into her why involving loneliness is triggering her loneliness from her past. So she's got to come up with a higher vibe feeling. And that higher vibe feeling is actually about feeling connected, which is why at the end of the call, I was encouraging her so strongly about reaching out to others, about getting others to help her, about starting a meetup group, connecting with other mothers so she doesn't feel like she has to do it alone and so that she doesn't think she's alone. That will help her feel more connected and that higher vibe feeling will give her the momentum she needs to commit to this passion project of the podcast. You know. I said this to her and I want to say it to you again. Sometimes the things that matter most to us bring up the most resistance (laughs) because when we're connecting to it, we feel our own stuff. I remember when I was writing Expectation Hangover, thank goodness I had a book deal because I don't know if I ever would have finished that book because I was writing about processing our deepest pain because any Expectation Hangover, any disappointment triggers stuff from our past. So, oh my gosh, when I was writing that book, there was so much going on in my life. It was like disappointment after disappointment and new things coming up, it was a lot. And there was a lot of resistance to it because I was processing my own stuff. However, as I processed this, as I healed it, as I released it, it gave me more and more momentum and inspiration to work on the book. The other thing I want to highlight from my coaching session with her is a question I asked about how much longer do you want your fear to lead? Her answer was not any longer. That's her conscious mind, but her unconscious mind is like, ooh, I don't know. It's pretty scary to go out and do the things I love. So what we have to do with that fear instead of just trying to like stuff it under the rug or just silence it out is find something bigger to be afraid of. Basically, let your fear of not doing it and the ramifications of not doing it, like for Yana, the ramifications of not expressing her voice, like what that could lead to. Thyroid issues is one of them that's already manifesting. Let the fear of that be bigger than the natural fear that comes up anytime we're working on something that's important to us. Again, really get scared about the risks that come from not doing something. We all pay way too much attention to what we feel the risks are if we actually do it than the risk of not doing it. And finally, I coached her to really talk back to the voices in her head. Because she didn't really have active parents, she never had a parent helping her with her own self-talk, encouraging her, coaching her, talking down her fears. So we worked with the voices in her head and how to talk back to them. And it's time to feel excited about her life again. She was terrified to feel excited as a kid because something could happen. But now it's so important to feel that excitement because excitement is a very, very, very high vibration feeling. Okay, some takeaways for you. If you're feeling blocked in your present, look to your past. There are unresolved stuff there. There's some old hurts. There's some developmental stages you missed. Doesn't mean you're broken. Doesn't mean you have to spend decades in therapy. Hey, join Personal Mastery, christinehassler.com slash mastery. 
I'll help you unlock any of those keys from your past that are keeping you blocked. Next, find a why for your self-care, for your passion projects, then a feel-good feeling to go along with it. If fear is in your way, find something to be even more scared about. Talk back to the voices in your head. So often we think these voices in our head are true. They're not. Talk back to them. Question them. And finally, get support in your life. Don't think you have to do any of this alone, even your passion projects. There are so many people working on passion projects all around the world. Find like-minded people. Connect. You're not in this alone. And finally, I hope you join me for my first live group coaching event, December 3rd. Go to christinehasler.com slash group for all the details. Only 20 bucks and your chance to get one-on-one coaching from me. All right, everybody, sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over at Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. 